Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the All Things Basketball Podcast with your boy GD. In this episode, I'll be talking WNBA. I'll be wrapping up the season. We'll talk about the playoffs, and we'll talk about postseason awards as well. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, guys, so it's your boy GD back once again with All Things Basketball with GD Podcasts. And in this episode, we're going to talk, it's all about WNBA. We're going to wrap up the season, and then we're going to look at the playoffs, and then we're going to look at postseason awards and so forth. So let us not delay. Let's get right into it. At the top of the ticket, Las Vegas Aces at 34-6. and six. Of course, they have Aja Wilson there, have the point guard extraordinaire in Chelsea Gray. You got the plum dog there, Kelsey Plum. You got the silent assassin, Jackie Young. Still no Candace Parker. She's still out, so there hasn't been any word about her returning for playoffs, guys. So we'll see what happens there. Of course, coming off your bench, Alicia Clark who's been a godsend for them. And, of course, Kia Stoke doing her best Candace Parker impression. And, of course, you have the pinch there as well. So, Becky Hammond, you know, she's got the ship going in the right direction as always. So, she's got this team primed and ready for the playoffs. So, and they sit at the top of the WNBA. Followed in second by the New York Liberty. New York Liberty with... 32 wins against 8 losses. Of course, the addition of Brianna Stewart. You got Stewie there. Courtney Vandersloot. John Quell Jones. You add that to Sabrina Inescu, who's had a fantastic year. Banaji Laney. She's been solid as well. The bench is starting to heat up, guys. You got Maureen Johannes. You got her there. Kayla Thornton. You got Big Mama Steph back, Stephanie Dolson, also Somali's sister there, Nayara. So you have those ladies there. So we'll see what happens. The Liberty there, loaded for bear. So, you know, we'll see what they do in the playoffs. Your third place team, Connecticut Sun. Of course, the engine, the one that makes the team go, Alyssa Thomas there. Oh, they finished 27-13, and 13, which it's still by all counts, it's pretty much unbelievable that they finished with such a record. You know, like I said, Alyssa Thomas is there, Dewana Bonner, who had a season for the ages. Then, of course, Brianna Jones goes down, but the ship keeps sailing. You know, you got some players there. And then Stephanie White, who's done a hell of a job over there. Got to give her credit. So that's your third place team. Fourth place, the Dallas Wings. A team I think is probably the most dangerous non-super team. So, quote unquote. They are very dangerous. What uh, Latricia Trammell has done there is really been a boon to that team. Of course, you got Arika Agumbawale. You have her there. You also have who I think is most improved player of the year, Sato Sabali. You have her there, Natasha Howard, Tiara McCowan. 
So, you know, you have some firepower over there. So, we'll see what the Dallas Wing, what they do. Fifth place, the Atlanta Dream. Of course, Tanisha Wright. She's with these uh, ladies into shape and they're good to go. They got their big three, Ryan Howard, Cheyenne Parker, and also Alyssa Gray. So, you have those three there. Then your sixth place team, the Minnesota Lynx. Who started out the gate guys 0-6 but righted the ship and ended up finishing 19-15. and 15. Of course, Nafisha Collier coming off her pregnancy had a fine year. Very fine year over there. You got Kayla McBride over there. The two rookies who've made solid contributions over there. Diamond Miller and Dorka Juhas. Then your 7th place team, a team I think is pretty dangerous as well. The Washington Mystics, Elena Deladon. What more can I say about her? She's a walking bucket. She's their leader. She is the one they look to when things get sticky. You know, she always delivers. So you have her there. Of course, their emotional leader, Natasha Cloud, the point guard for them. Brittany Sykes has had a fantastic year, guys. And in the last game, in fact, her go-ahead bucket beat the Liberty. I'll talk about that matchup in a little while. But you have her there. Shakira Austin is back. Ariel Atkins as well. This is a team, you know, you're going to have to pay attention to, especially in these playoffs. And then your eighth-place team sneaking into the playoffs, Chicago Sky. Everything begins and ends with Kalia Copper. She is just becoming one of my favorite players. The fire and desire that's in that girl. Reminds me a lot of Tamika Catchings. Just that fire and desire, you know, playing on both ends. But Kalia Copper, yeah, she's... Don't mess with that girl, that's for sure. And, of course, the addition of Marina Marbury has helped that team as well. You know, they were in flux. Their coach, James Wade, left midseason, so there's that. But they were able to right the ship and sneak into the playoffs, so kudos to them for that. So that's your eight teams that's in the playoffs. On the outside looking in, the Los Angeles Sparks, who were injury-riddled the entire season, pretty much. Between that and players still overseas, you had to wait for them. But this is a team that, with a break or two, probably could have made it into the playoffs. Uh, so, Kurt Miller's inaugural season there, kind of a rocky one. But there's promise over there. Anytime you have a NECA, a Wumake there, there's always hope with that. And then, provided this coming draft, you get somebody who can immediately contribute. So, they're not that far off, guys. They're not that far off. So, we'll see what happens there. Jordan Canada, who had a fine year over there as well. So, De'Erica Hamby, she was there. So, this is a team, you know, if they had a break or two, they could be in the playoff pitcher. But, these things happen. So, what can you do? And then, your 10th place team. The Indiana Fever, I think this is a team next year people are going to have to pay real attention to. Aaliyah Boston was as good as advertised. The combination of her and Alyssa Smith inside was just pretty good. Very good, in fact. And 
Kelsey Mitchell, she had a fine year for them. Grace Berger looks like the rookie. She's a player that can be on the come up next year. So, hey, I think they're a piece away from being really, really competitive. I mean, they were competitive this year at 13 and 27, but, you know, I think a major piece over there, and they really can propel themselves. Then in 11th place, the Seattle Storm. You knew this team was going to take a hit. It did. I thought they had a glimmer of hope when Gabby Williams came back, but then she got hurt again, and then that was pretty much it. Jewel Lloyd had a fantastic year despite everything going on around her, but she was fantastic. You know, Noel Quinn, ish. she can get in the draft, you know, a difference maker. Maybe the team can be in the playoff conversation for next year. So we'll see what happens there. And then bringing up the red Phoenix Mercury, a team that I thought underachieved. Of course, they had to change in coaches. You had injuries as well with Diana Taurasi there. Brittany Griner missed some time where she needed a mental break. So this is a team that, for all intents and purposes, may end up with the number one pick, depending on how the lottery balls fall. But this is a team that needs something. And then, of course, the question is, two questions, actually. What do you do with a Skylar Diggins-Smith, who's still a part of your team, what do you do there? Actually, oddly enough, Diana Taurasi was asked about her and she said no comment. So a lot of people speculate, oh, there's beef there, this and that. So your question is two-pronged. What to do with Skylar Diggins-Smith and will Diana Taurasi retire? I think those two things will play a huge role in what happens for them next season. And if that's not the case, maybe, you know, you have new ownership there. May say something crazy here, but, you know, maybe you consider a rebuild, which probably means you have to trade away players. Would they pull a trigger on a Brittany Griner trade? Possibly, depending on what you get back and where you send her and so forth. But I think she would be a solid fit in Chicago, playing next to a Kalia Copper and Maureen Mabry. But Phoenix has some real questions to ask, so we'll see what happens there. But nonetheless, so that's your season wrap-up in that regard. Let's talk about the playoff matchups. Playoff matchups will start with the 4-5. The Atlanta Dream taking on the Dallas Wings. Dallas in this series won the series 3-0, so they've been dominant in this series. But, you know... The playoff is a different animal, so we see what happens. Uh, some of the matchups I'm looking at, Alicia Gray versus Arika Agumbawale. I think that's one that bears watching. You want to make sure you keep Agumbawale in check, so you definitely want to do that. Ryan Howard versus Sato Sabali. I think that's a dynamic matchup there. I think the player who gets the better of the other, their team will have success. And then you have Cheyenne Parker versus the Twin Towers over there. Tierra McCowan and off the bench, Kalani Brown, who's been very solid coming off their bench. So my prediction for that, the best of three, I think this is one that can go three. And I I would say Dallas in a close series. That's my prediction there. Then you have the six versus the three 
Minnesota Lynx versus the Connecticut Sun. Connecticut Sun went 3-1 and one versus the Lynx. I think another year of seasoning, this matchup would have been really a tough one, but I think when all is said and done, Connecticut gets the win in this series. Some matchups I'm looking at, Nafisha Collier versus Dewana Bonner, kind of the young player versus the vet in that regard. Also, Dorka Juhas versus Alyssa Thomas. The things Alyssa Thomas can do, man, unbelievable. So maybe if Dorka can keep her off the glass, I think that gives the Lynx a shot. That's a tall order to ask a rookie, but nonetheless, that's the assignment there. You have to fulfill that assignment. I think a low-key matchup would be Kayla McBride versus Tiffany Hayes. I think this is one that's low-key that could really make a difference in this series. Tiffany Hayes has been a solid player for the Sun this season. So, And Kayla McBride, they don't call her Kayla McBuckets for no reason. She can light it up. So, My prediction, though, I think Connecticut Sun, I think, I think they sweep. I think they sweep and they win this three-game series in two games. So... I'm picking the Connecticut Sun. Looks like I'm going chalk here a little bit, guys. Washington Mystics versus the New York Liberty. This matchup absolutely frightens me. It really does, guys. It seems like Washington went fully healthy. The Liberty somehow can't beat them. The Liberty, you know, they're going to have to take a long, hard look in the mirror because you're supposed to be that team that's everybody's demon going to the finals versus the aces so this is your litmus test right here if you can take care of business here and i don't mean to three games i mean sweep these guys if you can do that then i think that would make a huge statement in these playoffs of course key matchup elena deladon versus brianna stewart that goes without saying that's your marquee matchup there Brittany Sykes versus Sabrina Inescu. I think that's one that bears watching as well. Shakira Austin versus Jonquel Jones. I think whoever dominates the glass definitely gives their team a shot. Natasha Cloud versus Courtney Vandersloof. Battle of the point guards there. That should be intriguing. And your bench versus the other bench. Washington has a strong bench. Liberty has a strong bench. I think the team that can outscore the other team's bench will probably have the advantage in this series. So, with that said, guys, I know I said they have to sweep them, but I don't think they're going to sweep them. Uh, it'll go three games, and I'm going to pick the Liberty. Listen, 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 listen. The Liberty going to have to get it done. Sandy Brondello, you built this team for this moment, so... You're going to have to coach your butt off in this one to get the win. But, yeah, I'm going to say Liberty and three in this series. And then the Chicago Sky versus the Las Vegas Aces. The Aces beat them 3-0. Kalia Coppa, she has gotten real hot versus the Aces. Not enough to get the win, but she has lit them up. And, of course, the key matchup it will be Kalia Copper versus Jackie Young. That's I think, is the matchup right there. I know Kalia Copper's not going down without a fight. 
So we'll see what happens there. Also, Courtney Williams versus Chelsea Gray. Guys, if you get playoff Chelsea, it's going to be a quick series, that's for sure. So, And she's always dangerous in the playoffs. But Courtney Williams, you know, she's coming off a few triple doubles herself. So, you know, she's got a shot here, but it's going to be a tall task. And then, of course, your X-Factors, Aja Wilson, and, of course, Kelsey Plum. If those girls are going off, forget about it. It's a short series. So, my prediction, I want to see the sky kind of pull one out, but I don't see it. So, unless Vegas gets too overconfident, I don't see it. So, I'm saying Las Vegas aces in two. So that is your first round matchups in the playoffs. Now let's talk about postseason awards. I gave you my midseason awards. I kind of tweaked it a bit. So here it is, guys. Really tweaked it in one area. Sixth player of the year, I still say is Dejanae Carrington of the Connecticut Sun. She's had such a good year coming off the bench for them. I understand. I get it. You can... Definitely talk up a Marine Johannes for the Liberty. You can definitely talk her up if you wanted to. Uh, there's a few others as well. But to me, Carrington, she was a big part of helping that team, especially when you lose the likes of a Brianna Jones. So you definitely needed more firepower, and she provided that. So, so I'm going to say Carrington. Most improved player, I think this is a no-brainer. Sato Sabali of the Dallas Wings, I think hands down, you saw what she did. She became an all-star this year. She's had a solid all-around game. You saw her drop 40 in a game this year. I think hands down. There's some other people you could have considered, but I think Sato Sabali is just, she's been that girl. So I think she ends up getting it. Defensive player of the year. You know, I tried to get cute with that, but I think at the end of the day, when all is said and done, Aja Wilson is your defensive player of the year. There's some people who, you know, you can kind of give consideration. Ezie Magbegor, I mentioned her, but I think when all is said and done, Aja just rose to the top in that regard. So there's that. Also, uh, Brittany Sykes, you could have gave consideration to her player of the year, but I think... Um, when all said and done, Aja Wilson gets it. Coach of the year, I'm staying steadfast in that. I know a lot of people are trying to talk up Cheryl Reeve of the Minnesota Lynx, especially how they started. They want to talk up Latricia Trammell as well for the Dallas Wings. But I think Stephanie White, you have to give it to her uh, for the Connecticut Sun, especially with the adversity they had to face. Not only replacing a coach like Kurt Miller, you lost players like Jonquel Jones, Courtney Williams. Then down goes Brianna Jones. So you have to adjust there. So she kept the team sailing in the right direction. So I, she gets props for that. And I think she's coach of the year. MVP. One of the toughest MVP races that we've seen in quite some time, guys. Three players you can give it to. You probably wouldn't get much of an argument. So... Let me lay out their cases then. Aja Wilson, 40 games played, so she played in all the games. 22.8 points per game, that's third in the league in scoring. 9.5 rebounds, that's second in the league. 
1.4 steals. That's 10th in the league. 2.2 blocks. She's number one in that regard. From the field, 55.7%. Third in the league. And then 81.2% from the free throw line. So, Asia Wilson, the best player on the best team in the WNBA. So, you can always make a case for her. Brianna Stewart. Here's what Stewie did. Also 40 games. She's appeared in every game. 23 points per game. And that put her second behind Jewel Lloyd. And 9.3 rebounds. That's third in the league. 3.8 assists. 1.4 steals. That puts her eighth. Just by percentage points above Asia Wilson. Uh, 1.6 blocks. That puts her in fourth place. Shot it from the field, 46.5%, 35.3% from three-point range, and a little over 85% from the free throw line. So Stewie, an absolute godsend for that Liberty team. They wouldn't be where they are without her, and she's showed up for every game. So you got to give her credit for that. The absolute turnaround of the New York Liberty begins and ends with Brianna Stewart. And then you have Alyssa Thomas. I've been singing her praises. Also, 40 games for her. 15.5 points per game. 9.8 rebounds. That puts her in first place. And think about this, guys. Alyssa Thomas at 6'2 leads the league in rebounding. Above a 6'4 Brianna Stewart. Above a 6'4 Aja Wilson. Above a 6'5", well, I think she's taller than that, Brittany Griner. Uh, all these players, she's above them. That just goes to tell you guys, rebounds isn't just about size, it's about desire. And Alyssa Thomas gives you that desire and then some. So she leads the league in rebounds. Second in assists behind Courtney Vandersloof at slightly under 8 per game. 1.8 steals. That puts her third in the league. Shot at 47.4% from the field, which is pretty good. 71.5% from the free throw line. And oh, by the way, guys, she led the league in triple doubles with six. Fantastic year for her on the third best team in the league. And a team that if you took her away, they are a lottery team at best. So, with that said, who do I think gets it? I think there could be a case of kind of the same with the NBA as far as probably voter fatigue of naming Aja Wilson. I think all signs are pretty much pointing to Stewie getting the MVP this year. That's the way it's looking like, guys. I could be wrong on this, but I think at the end of the day, Brianna Stewart gets the award, so... Alright guys, so that is going to do it for this episode. Play also be on the way Wednesday, guys. Wednesday the 13th, so we'll see what happens. I, I'm expecting an exciting playoffs, some good action, and we'll see what happens. All my picks are chalk. Will there be upsets? We'll see. So, anyhow, once again, I thank you for listening as always. You know what to do. All things basketball with GD.com. That's the website. 
That's sportsdogd at gmail.com. That's the email address. Uh, write reviews, guys, on the website. You can do it. Also on YouTube, like the video, comment on the video. I'm on Apple as well, guys. Apple Podcasts for you iPhone folks. So I'm there. Leave a review there as well. I'm on all your platforms, social media, podcast platforms, all that sort of stuff. Wherever you watch and listen to podcasts, I'm there. All right, guys. So that's going to do it for that. Probably the next time you hear from me. Hey, guys, we're less than three weeks away from training camp. So probably right around that time, we'll begin talking about the season ahead. We'll talk. I want to do a episode on fantasy basketball for those that are into that. I know there's a groundswell for that. So we'll talk about it. And of course, you know what lies ahead for the season. So anyhow, so that's it for me. Once again, I thank you for listening. Much appreciated. And we'll talk soon. Take care. So, my peeps, if you like what you're listening to, you can go to my website, www.allthingsbasketballwithgd.com. You can also email me at thatsportsdogd at gmail.com. To support this podcast, you can go to my PayPal, and that email is thatsportsdogd at gmail.com. Also on my anchor page, I have a support button there that you can also use to help the podcast. I'm on all the major platforms like Anchor, Spreaker, Google Podcasts, Amazon, SoundCloud, YouTube, CastBox, Radio Public, Podchaser, just to name a few. And also you can find me on social media. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Clubhouse, and Fanbase. So, once again, I thank you for listening and supporting this podcast. And take care and be safe.